Hello, hello, and welcome to Martinis and Bikinis, the podcast for everything under the sun. I am your hostess, Veronica Julia, and I am here to help you navigate your 20s through all things lifestyle, beauty, and fashion. So if you're ready, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Martinis and Bikinis. I am your hostess, Veronica Julia. It's been a while since I've done a solo episode, so I'm going to take a little gulp of this dirty martini in a mason jar. I like just started making these on my own, and I actually think I'm getting better at making them. I remember an episode, it was actually with Maggie Williams. You guys definitely go back and listen to that episode. She's like a TikTok makeup guru. She is just killing it right now, but it was the first time I made a Gasta martini, and I used like stuffed olives with cheese in them and it got like really cheesy and it was disgusting and I felt so bad because she drank the whole thing and was like such a trooper about it but I hated mine so (laughs) I can't imagine you know what she thought of it but anywho I have been gone for an entire month and just came out with season two of the podcast last week so this is really exciting first solo episode back And I'm just really excited to get down to like the nitty gritty of today because I have a lot that I want to talk about, but I also want to talk about like survival tips when nothing seems to be going our way because I feel like lately everybody's just been having like just catastrophes all over the place, including myself. So I feel like this is a really great episode to kind of lean on to whenever you're feeling a little down or there's like negative energy all over the place because trust me I've needed this advice this week and honestly just like jotting down some of the things that I prepped for this podcast has helped me so much but I want to catch up with you guys first and just let you know about what's going on in my life and I basically left town I just ran away for an entire month I went to Europe And if you guys listened to the episode with my mom, she actually came on the podcast here in New York. It was such a special episode. Super quick, super chaotic. (laughs) We were running late to the studio and she is just such a special person because she is just living in her own little la-la land. So anyway, that episode was really fun to record and just a really good example of our relationship and kind of the person that I am. But we went to a family reunion trip in England. And I don't think a lot of people get this experience. And it was really such a blessing because I got to meet these very, very distant relatives of ours that were based all over the world. So I met some American cousins. There was people from all over Britain there. And they had a service for us. The whole community actually showed up because they were like so excited that my mom's side of the family ended up crossing the pond. It was it was really crazy. And obviously we are related to these people so distantly, which is hilarious. It makes the whole event even that much more insane. But I learned a lot of things about myself and my mom's side of the family and It was really, really cool. I actually posted a reel on this estate that my mom ended up finding that was like her great, 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 however many great grandfather's home. And we got to tour it. We were the only people there on the tour. It was like basically a private tour, but it was on accident. And I posted this like extremely satirical video. and (laughs) It kind of blew up and all these British people started commenting 
all these Americans thinking that they're like British royalty, but it was like a complete joke. So that was like the funniest part. I made all of Britain mad. And yeah, that was an experience for sure. But anyway, I want to tell you guys like a little fun tidbit from every single place that I visited. So I guess that's one from England. And then I ended up doing my first solo travel ever in Europe. It was such an enlightening experience. And I think if you've ever dabbled in wanting to do something like that, I definitely recommend it because I honestly prefer to travel that way, I think, from here on out. Because first of all, you get to plan everything you want to do. You are flying by the seat of your pants. You get to make the rules. And you also meet a lot of interesting people along the way. But it's really good for self-discovery. And it really challenged me because I speak very minimal Spanish. If you guys ever took high school Spanish and that was the extent of it, like, you know that it's not up to par. I'm sure some of you are actually very good at it. I just obviously did not pay attention in high school and I wish I would have. But anyway, I was so terrified the first day that I was there that I did not speak to anyone. I did not speak <laughs> to a single human being. And it was honestly such a lonely day. And I ended up coming out of my shell a little bit and ended up meeting some locals and doing some really fun activities. So that was definitely a whirlwind. But then I went to Portugal with two of my best friends from college and just growing up. And it was so amazing. And we are all three like sisters. So we're all so volatile. <laughs> and it's, a, it's amazing though, because I feel like sometimes when people fight, it's this big dramatic thing and it just extends over a period of time. No, we, we're dramatic for maybe 10 minutes and then we get over it <laughs> and we make up. So we're honestly ideal travel partners because we're able to kind of just get it out and then move on. So that was really fun. But there was this one day that we ended up running paddle boards and we were at this beach near, it was in the Algarve of Portugal. But we were near this like really touristy spot, this cave that everybody likes to go to. And we ended up going to the beach next to it and running paddle boards because I don't know about you guys, but I hate going to like super touristy places where you can't even enjoy yourself because you're just scrambling amongst people and you can't even take good photos of the area. You can't really even enjoy the experience and be present because there's just people everywhere. We ended up getting these paddle boards and decided that we were just going to roam on our own. And we went to all these really cool private caves. And we just, it was crazy because we went into this one cave that actually had a little tiny private beach on it. And we got on the beach, had our paddle boards. And we were so exhausted because if you've ever paddleboarded before, you know that it requires so much upper body strength and it's exhausting. So we get on this beach and all of a sudden the tide rises and the tide is coming towards us, is taking the paddleboards away. It was a movie scene, 100%. These boats started coming into the cave, like head on to us. It was nuts. So we immediately left. We were like, nope, we're not doing that anymore. And we wanted to go back to the beach. Then what happens? This man, he was actually the owner of the paddleboard business. He's standing up on the paddleboard, which all of us failed to do, by the way. We were all sitting like little noobs. And he's just like paddling away like Tarzan towards us. And 
we did not know what to do with ourselves because we couldn't figure out who it was. And then we kind of pieced it together that it was the guy that owns the paddleboarding company. And he was actually looking for us. He was worried about us because we had been gone for so long. And he asks us if we want to go to this natural pool. And before me or my friend could give him an answer, one of my other friends, Madison, was like, yes. <laughs> so we end up following him to this cliff. He puts all of our paddle boards against the cliff. We kind of have to like raise them above the cliff. And I had just injured myself the day before on a hike. So my leg was all cut up. It was just, it was like a murder scene. I literally ran out of the ocean after getting hit by a wave and I crashed into a rock and I walked onto the beach and I was covered in blood. It was disgusting. But anyway, his name is Kayo. Kayo was like, hey girls, we're gonna rock climb up this cliff and that's how we're gonna get to the natural pool. And by this point we were already in. We couldn't really decide what you know we were doing. It was already happening. So uh, we're going along the cliff and all of a sudden I just see this like butt ass naked old man. And I know it's Europe guys, but I had never seen somebody just like bare <laughs> in public like that. So it just wasn't what I was expecting. That's totally fine. You know, slay king, love that, good for you. But I ended up going around the corner, saw him and was just so confused. I did not know where this guy was taking us. I was like, what type of community are you bringing us to? <laughs> because this is very strange, at least for an American. We're just not used to that. So anyway, we end up getting to the natural pool. We crossed over the path of the naked man. And this guy, the paddleboard company owner, goes, okay, see you down there, girls, and just jumps off this cliff. And me and my three friends are looking at each other like, what do we do? So I just don't even say anything. I don't do anything. I just jump after him. And my friends are up there like, Veronica, what the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> so we ended up spending the entire day at this natural pool. It was absolutely stunning. All these people started pouring in. There was like all these locals and it was just a really authentic experience. So if you go to Portugal, definitely just take the road less traveled and just try and do some adventurous things, especially in the Algarve. We had so much fun. I think that was one of the highlights of my trip because it was just something out of a movie. It was really nuts. But I got back to New York, I want to say two weeks ago now, and it has been nothing less than chaotic since I've been back. My apartment unfortunately flooded last week, so having to deal with the repercussions of that this week, which has been absolutely bonkers. I feel like everybody always talks about how like New York kind of chews you up and spits you out. And I feel like this is like my first experience of being like actually chewed up by the city. And I always hear these horror stories of people's apartments flooding or catching on fire, which is terrible. Um, and I just never really thought it would happen to me, especially this early on. So I'm definitely feeling a little humbled. <laughs> and, you know, I think you have to remain optimistic and that's what I'm choosing to do. And I'll dive into that a little bit later. But I think I'm having those post-travel feels, like post-travel depression, <laughs> because you go from basically just enjoying life, R&R, &R, doing all these adventurous, like mind-shattering things. And then you just like kind of go back to your regular routine. And it can be really hard to transition into that. Obviously, I'm so blessed for the experiences that I had. I do believe that America is built like a business. <laughs> I think that's like my one takeaway. But 
I do think that it is such a luxury to be from this country. And I'm really looking to get back into my wellness girly shit. I feel like that's really going to help me feel grounded and recenter me back in to being in the city and making it my home. I feel like I had gotten here in July. I had a month of being here and then I took off for a month. So I feel like I'm still kind of getting my footing here. And especially with like the flooding and all of that, it's kind of making it difficult to be honest, but I think it could have been a lot worse. My landlord, poor thing, she accidentally like left the sink on and it flooded the entire apartment. The bike shop underneath basically called the superintendent and was like, hey, there's water dripping from our ceiling. What's going on? And he came up to the apartment and there was water everywhere. But thankfully, it didn't damage the entire apartment, just like a little section. So we're living. It's, it's all good. Definitely want to get back into my wellness girly shit, journaling, meditating, just like really leaning in to myself and my self-improvement. And I think those things are what really helps me feel settled and just good and at peace. I really want to elevate my brands. I feel like that's what I've been doing, especially on this podcast. I know a lot of you haven't seen the video format yet, so definitely head to YouTube if you haven't yet. We've been putting all of the full podcasts on there and I've actually been wearing like a little uniform. So I'm just kind of tweaking things in little detail oriented ways, but I've been wearing my like pantsuits, my little bikini top underneath having my martini. And I feel like it's just helping me create some accountability with myself, you know, showing up for my guests in a presentable way, having a drink for them and just kind of creating a whole brand behind it. So again, if you guys haven't looked on YouTube, definitely go check out the full videos. Moving on, I want to give you five survival tips for when nothing seems to be going your way because that's me this week and I feel like I've done a lot of self-reflection and I've really experienced like a lot of it this week, just panicking and stress and I and I am choosing to be so incredibly grateful for the things that I have in my life, but I want to acknowledge that I am not an expert on this. I am literally giving you tips based on what I basically did wrong this week. <laughs> and I think now going into stressful situations here, I feel a lot more prepared. And I think everything in life is a lesson. And especially here in New York, I feel like the things that I have learned along the way that have been stressful have just shaped me into a stronger, more resilient person that's capable of living here. <laughs> so step one, panic. <laughs> It's really funny because my ex-boyfriend used to like say this all the time. He'd be like, what's step one? I'm like, panic. So shout out to him, honestly. Good job. But panicking is bound to happen. So you might as well embrace it. Get your emotions out. Feel it. Blow up your bestie's phone. Cry about it. Feel the feels. It's normal. It's natural. It's human. And sometimes a good rant can really let off some steam. So I think the number one thing that people will tell you not to do in a stressful situation is panic. <laughs> but I honestly think embracing the panic is really important because otherwise you're just going to let those feelings bury deep, deep down in there. And then it's going to like come out in some other form or way. And I think it's so human to have these gut reactions and 
I think we're so afraid, especially in the society that we live in today, to have a complete meltdown. <laughs> and trust me, I had so many of those this week where I was just panicking, melting down, ranting, and I think it's really good for the soul. So if you just need to let off some steam, panic a little bit, get it all out, get it out of the way, and then you can move on to step two. Step two, depending on the situation at hand, I think that's an important thing to note. Take a breather if you can. I know that there's emergencies sometimes whenever things are not going your way, but I think you should take a moment to sit back and think, okay, is this actually an emergency or is this something that I can just take a step back from at the moment and then return to? So I really like to do this whenever I feel like I need to take a step back from a situation after I've kind of felt all the feels and had my meltdown and just truly tackled those emotions head on. I like to get some movement in. So whether that's going on a walk or a Pilates class or walking around the neighborhood, getting some fresh air, a yoga, stretching. I feel like our body stores so much pent up energy and this is a true release and it will ultimately make you feel so much better, more calm and give you the ability to tackle whatever it is that's in your way. So I did a yoga class yesterday because I was just feeling like all the feels. There was just a lot going on at once. And I felt like I was just feeling all of these things come up. And I decided that I was going to take a pause. I did this whole power vinyasa class. And you guys, I literally felt the emotions like leaving my body. Like I feel like our body has so much trapped energy. So really just stretching moving, just shaking that energy off of you is so vital and not even in stressful situations. I feel like there's been times where I've been taking like a workout class or I'm at personal training or I'm working out on my own. And I just have this like sense of relief all of a sudden. And I swear it's just our bodies like releasing that pent up anger, negative energy, and it needs to rid itself. So do your thing. So I also think meditating is really important. So I really need to work on this because I always meditate in convenient times. So whether that's in the morning or at night, but I never think to meditate when I'm actually stressed out. I don't know if anybody else can relate to that, but there's so many apps out there. There's so much accessibility. So I think something really important is to dial back and think of what you can do to just slow down your heart rate, make yourself feel a little better, just create some space and also just sit in silence and process your thoughts and your emotions. So meditating is a really, really great resource. And you can also listen to a podcast. You can listen to Martini's Bikinis. I'm always here for you guys. And you can also treat yourself to a solo date. I did that last night after my yoga class. I just, I was going to cook and I honestly just did not have the energy there's a lot going on in the apartment. So I ended up just going to a restaurant, just a little casual place. And I ordered a nice meal, sat in the back and just dined by myself. And I have a lot of friends that always approach me about how I go on solo dates or how I do things by myself all the time. And I honestly think it's so freeing. Similar to what I said earlier about solo traveling, I feel like I have learned so much more about myself in this past year than I ever have in my entire life because I've just been spending quality time with myself 
and being super observant about how I am when I'm alone. And sometimes it's kind of freaking me out because I am learning to appreciate my alone time so much that I don't feel like I need to depend on anyone. So <laughs> it's really freeing. It's really, really such a sense of strength that you accomplish. And I definitely recommend it. So whether that's just going somewhere casual, sitting at a bar, going to a workout class even, there's so many ways to just treat yourself to a little solo date or even go to like a pottery class or something like creative, you know, just get your hands moving, do something that, you know, just really takes you out of your head and let loose and have fun. Okay. Moving on to number three. So I feel like this one is obvious, but I think it's important to think of solutions and be solution oriented or just create a backup plan, create a plan B. So one time a friend told me the saying, everything is figure outable and preach sister, because I swear I use that as my mantra all the time now, because truly everything in life is so figure outable. And I know that's not a word, but it's really helpful for me because I think we take ourselves so seriously sometimes and we take the situations at hand so freaking seriously. So I think it's important to just like really acknowledge that you are capable of figuring this out. There's so many options and ways for you to figure out this challenge in your life. And I know that there's ways to just convince yourself that whatever you're feeling or whatever's going on is impossible. And the task at hand just, just seems like there's no end, but you have to convince yourself that everything is figure outable and that there's a solution to everything in some way, shape or form. So there's also a way for you to come back better than ever. I feel like everybody that it's kind of like the stock market. <laughs> I don't know anything about the stock market, but here I am teaching you like just a little metaphor about it. But Whenever like a stock is dipping, you know, that's whenever you buy in. That's whenever you're like, all right, let's fucking go. But then whenever it, you know, increases, it's going up, you know, everybody's like, woohoo, let's fucking roll. This is awesome. So <laughs> you kind of have to treat it like that. Just whenever you're at your lowest low, just know that you can't really go any lower. You, you can only go up. So what I like to do whenever I am trying to think of solutions or just figure out a plan is go on a phoneless walk or I'll put my phone on do not disturb and just think. And I think that's so important because there's so many distractions in our life, phones, family, friends, our careers, like just outside things that happen. So I think it's really important to just do you think a little bit, create the space for it, and really settle in and just think. Think about what you can do. Think about what's bothering you. Think about the challenge that's at hand, what you can do to overcome this challenge. And I swear it's a lot better than like scrolling on your phone, trying to think and multitask. And yeah, it's just, it's not going to benefit you. It's not fun. It's going to stress you out even more. So Take some much needed silence time and just think about what all your options are. So I think clearing out distractions so that your brain is fully functional is essential or even a manifestation meditation. I actually had Christina Carmona on the podcast last week. She is the founder of an accessories line called Island to East Side. 
you guys haven't listened to that episode, definitely go back and listen because she is such a baddie. She's like the epitome of like badass female entrepreneur. And she's literally been featured in Vogue, Sports Illustrated, USA Today. It's incredible. So she actually invited me to her candle launch event, which was the following day. And there was actually a holistic coach there. She's like this intuitive healer. Her name is Awaken Your Goddess. I definitely want to have her on the podcast because she is so cool and she's so nice. Ended up talking to her for a while after the event. But anyway, before we actually like made our candles, it was really cool because they poured wax into the candle and then we like chose all these different crystals that they had laid out on the table and we like put them into the candle and it dried that way. So whenever you burn the candle, you get all these different crystals that pop up. It's, it's beautiful. I'm really, really proud of the candle that I made. Anyway, she did a manifestation meditation for us before we actually made the candles. And you guys, the lights were off. There was like this amazing, like angelic music playing. And I have never been so clear headed after that. I feel like I went into that event, like so clustered and I just gotten back. There was like so much going through my mind. I was like very stressed out. And after that, I literally was like, oh my God, I have so much clarity. So however you create that silence, I think it's just essential, whether that's through a meditation or literally just sitting down like on your floor and thinking about something. But anyway, after the meditation, I literally went to my notes app and I just started like rapid firing like all these ideas. And I feel like it really helps you be more creative and it opens up the space for creativity. So yeah, that's what I learned. And I think I just created through my notes app, all these random like words and things that I just spouted out, but it definitely gave me solutions to like my current obstacles and challenges that I was facing. So 10 out of 10 recommend that and moving on to number four. So don't just say it, don't just write it in your notes app. I am the queen of like just long list on my notes app that I don't ever touch. <laughs> I feel like it's like my brain. My notes app is now my brain because all I do is just jot things down sometimes and I barely go back and look at it. But I feel like I have a different system of how I get things done. That's just kind of like a way to declutter my mind. But again, don't just say it, do it. It's so easy to say all of these things and never follow through. So if you want to level up or change the outcomes of your current circumstances, you have to be able to be an action-oriented person. So getting the motivation to actually go through with that, with what you promised to yourself, gives you so much confidence. I used to journal every day. I'm trying to get back into it. <laughs> so I'm not going to like sit here and pretend to be like this expert on journaling and being this like self-care phenomenon because, you know, sometimes I go through phases and right now I'm in a phase of just really not doing all the self-care that I really wish that I would. But anyway, I used to journal every single day one thing that I would promise to myself. So in my journal, I would write an actual promise to myself in text. Today, I promise myself this. And it could be as little as going on a walk or calling your mom. And if you accomplish that specific promise to yourself every single day, no matter how challenging it is, it could literally be so easy as giving somebody a phone call. You are going to build so much confidence within yourself because you are holding yourself accountable and you're not relying on anybody else to hold you accountable. 
You don't need an accountability partner. You are your own accountability partner. So I totally recommend anybody that feels like they're like struggling with a lack of motivation or I have imposter syndrome. Everybody has it. If you're feeling like just a failure for some reason, trust me, I've had a lot of those moments recently, even though I know that I'm not. I feel like it's really important to promise yourself things and follow through with them because not only does it build accountability with yourself, but it also makes you feel like you accomplished something that, you know, may have not gotten accomplished if you didn't promise yourself that at the beginning of the day. So no matter how busy that day got, I always made sure to follow through with my promise and it taught me to become more accountable with myself. End of story. So moving on to number five, always see the bright side and remember to be grateful no matter what. And I know I've talked about gratitude this whole episode (laughs) and here's me trying to convince myself to be grateful for all the little things, even if you have to lie to yourself at first. Just start saying these things because I swear the things that we say out loud resonate with our body they resonate with ourselves. We are truly manifesting the things that we want in life when we speak them into existence. So that's why I am such just an advocate for people not speaking badly about themselves and treating themselves like their own best friend. Because trust me, I'm again, I'm not perfect at this. There's sometimes where I'll say really silly things. Like the other day I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm such an idiot because I had messed something up. And Even just saying that is just not good for your self-esteem and also for the person that you're telling it to. They might start believing that you're an idiot if you just keep saying over and over again that you're an idiot. So speak to yourself really kindly. Speak to yourself like you would to your own best friend and just be really, really conscious of that because the things that you do say really matter. And I also feel like people will come for me a little bit whenever I say this or claim for it to be some sort of like toxic positivity. But again, I said this in prior episodes, I am a firm believer in YOLO. (laughs) And I sound like such a millennial whenever I say that, even though I'm actually a Gen Z. I'm the last year of a Gen Z, which is crazy to me because it just seems really young. Anyway, when you waste too much time, like too much time embracing negative energy complaining 24-7 and not learning to accept curveballs or challenging situations, it gets you nowhere. It literally gets you absolutely nowhere. Learn to embrace the suck, find the silver linings, focus your energy towards that, and express gratitude for the wonderful things in your life. Because I promise you, there has to be at least one wonderful thing in your life. Sometimes I notice even that the little things that I'm complaining about are somewhat a privilege. So like even going on a walk, if you're just like pissed off at the world and you're like, fuck this, this sucks, literally look around, like hear the wind, the rustling of the trees, like the birds chirping, like you're lucky to be alive. Enjoy that and embrace it. But I'm not saying that things don't get hard. Like I said, Step one, panic. Like you're allowed to do that. (laughs) But I think it's really important to express gratitude and also just realize what a privilege it is to be alive. And, you know, every day is such a mystery. You never know what's coming next. And I try to remind myself that things could always be worse. I think optimism is essential in order to live a happier, less stressful life. Because I think the way that we speak to ourselves and our situations sets a very strong tone for the way things will progress. For example, 
I have some friends sometimes that will tell me things um, in confidence, obviously. And I think it's so important to express any sort of bad feeling that you're really struggling with or any just sort of mental health problems that you're having with somebody that you can confide in and you trust. But I get so, so sad sometimes when people just talk so down on themselves to me because I think it's so easy to be your worst critic. And I look at these people and I'm just like, I look up to you so much. I'm so inspired by you and you are a remarkable person. So I promise the way that you think about yourself, if you're feeling badly about yourself or feeling negative towards yourself, is just your inner critic speaking to you. And going back to what I said, but you really do have to treat yourself like your own best friend. And I want you guys to know that this podcast is always a place for you to come as you are and hopefully take something learn from it. And I learn from you guys all the time. So let me know what you guys think of anything that I just spat out in this episode, because I feel like I'm learning and growing with the growth of this podcast. And just being able to connect with you guys has been such a blessing and such a luxury. And I absolutely love whenever you guys just tell me what you think of the podcast, what you think could change what you think is going well. It really helps more than you know, because I would absolutely love for everybody to just give me five stars all around and positive compliments and good things and just say, you know, all of the best things about this podcast. But unfortunately, that's not how life works. But I realized that there's ways for me to grow and there's ways for me to become a better podcast host. So if you have any tips or recommendations, I absolutely love it. I am so accepting of positive criticism and constructive criticism. So please let me know if there's anything that you think could just elevate this podcast or if there's anything that you want to hear. If there's any people that you want me to have on. I actually did a questionnaire on my stories about people in New York that you would like for me to interview. So throw them my way, send them my way. I would absolutely love to have a conversation with anyone that you think is inspiring, creative, imaginative, adventurous, unconventional, all the things. And I love you guys. Remember, <laughs> if you do like this episode, like, rate, and subscribe to Martinis and Bikinis on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And I don't know why I'm saying that because you're clearly listening <laughs> to a streaming platform. But... We really like to embrace the sexy chaotic here and I'm here for you guys. Remember that nothing in life is perfect and we are all growing, learning, adapting together and I will see you guys next week. I'm always a helping hand so please feel free to reach out to me with any questions, concerns, or if you just want to chat. Love you guys. Bye. You guys, I don't know what it is about New York, but it's a madhouse. And I swear every weekend that I've been in town, I have gone out and it's been a complete sexy chaotic moment and not in the way that you're thinking. If you don't know what sexy chaotic means, I say it here a lot. And it's basically just doing like silly, stupid, goofy shit with your friends and maybe drinking a little too much, taking a tequila shot or two. And I'm a firm believer that my form of balance is eating healthy during the week, journaling, meditating, working out, doing all the things, and then treating my body like an absolute dumpster <laughs> at least one day of the week. And I'm working on it, but for the moment, my cure for my Sunday scaries has been hangover hat. And if you guys don't know what hangover hat is, it's this incredible hangover recovery 
that you basically get out of the freezer, you can put it in there the night before, and it's this black hat that you put over your face, and it has all these really cute sayings on it, like never drinking again, and they're actually coming out with custom phrases that you can put onto the hat, so I'm really excited for that. But it's this instant cold therapy for your head that I swear, it does things like no other. It really, really has helped me so much on Sundays. And my friend Jimmy actually started it. He's amazing. His name is Jimmy Mural. He actually got a start on Vine. And I'm so proud of all of his success. Alex Earl actually organically posted his product a few months ago and it completely took off. He's been like sold out for months. He finally has product back in stock. So if you want to check it out, go to hangoverhat.shop and you can actually use discount code Veronica for 10% off your entire order. They're coming out with all these new products, like I said, so definitely sign up for their newsletter. And if you want to try it now, use code Veronica for 10% off your order on hangoverhat.shop.